0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today on the podcast, we are telling lies. (laughs) We are. (laughs) We're talking about breakfast ideas for busy people, but don't worry, we're going to own up about the actual (laughs) breakfasts that we are known to choose and then share some ideas for. Better choices. It won't need you needing a nap at 10 a.m. Okay. <laughs> hey, outside of the podcast, you can always find us on Instagram, where we are Megan and Wendy. We are at Megan and Wendy everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest, all the places at Megan and Wendy. Feels legit. Going global, like a <laughs> global brand. And you can also join our Facebook group, which is Long Story shorties. Uh, You can also email us at MeganandWendy at gmail.com, and I understand we have an email that is for me specifically. Indeed, and Wendy has not read it because I specifically told her not to. You did? I just never go into our emails. That too. (laughs) This email is from Jennifer, who says, Hi, Wendy, we are currently in a short-term rental due to water damage at our house. You may recall on our last episode when you talked about the woes of being in a booger field. For <laughs> I, I, I also have a little update to you about something oh else that's really grossing me out about that house. But OK, go ahead. Jennifer says, I am trying to make it feel like home by bringing all of our own cleaning supplies and the kitchen gadgets I always use. But she says, you need to complain about the cleaning you had to do. We sit at an Airbnb in Big Bear last year that was nasty. I cleaned crumbs and syrup out of the silverware drawer and oh! just general grossness in the kitchen for two hours. They give us half our cleaning feedback. Okay. Okay. Then I'm going to do it because we... uh Absolutely agree about the kitchen stuff. I went to go use the oven mitts the other day, and they were, like, disgusting. And I was like, I'm going to have to go buy my own oven mitts now. I could just run home, but everything is boxed up. So it's not like I can, like, tear into, like... can't just open the drawer and bring a mitt home. No, exactly. And the house is just gross on so many levels the bathroom has all this like hard water corrosion on their um faucet right I'm like I'm gonna go buy some barkeeper's friend and like scrub the crap out of it because like Every day I look at it when I'm brushing my teeth and it grosses me out. The hard water corrosion doesn't bother me. But it's like oozing Um, almost. Like, I don't know what's going on with it. It's just disgusting. Yeah. It's just disgusting. And on top of it right now, the city, and this has nothing to do with the homeowner. However, I don't know if they knew about it or not and they should have disclosed it. They are putting in like new sidewalks and driveways all along the front of the the house like the street out in front and in the alleyway yesterday they started doing that so like on both sides of the house there's street construction going on which sucks for my husband who works from home right i right. deal with all that noise all day long i just come over here <laughs> but like you can't park near your your, your house at all because there's no parking yeah and it's just this like you'll be ready to go home it's i'm feel inconvenienced right So should I complain about that? There's nothing you can do about the street noise. Complain about the boogers, please. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of gross, we get a ton of press releases, a ton of emails, a ton of like, would you like to speak to this expert on this topic? Okay. Most of them I delete. But one, for some reason, I opened this email and the title is dangerous viral TikTok beauty hack. And they're opening up this plastic surgeon for comment. I will not be reaching out to him. He will not be coming on. But let me tell you about this TikTok trend. Okay, it's a nasal tanning spray to tan the inside of your nose. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't understand. You tan your body by this nasal spray. You get tan from inside out. Yes, the ingredient is called Milano Tan. It is an unregulated synthetic chemical that functions as a hormone and supports melanogenesis, which is the process by which melanin, which is the pigment in your skin, is produced. Look, it lists possible side effects like nausea, flushing, increased <laughs> blood pressure. Guys, don't put a tanning spray in your nose. And I'm sorry if you needed us to tell you that. Please do not try and tan your body with a nasal spray. I'm begging you. I just, okay, I'm going to go back to the, I was the girl who thought cameras on phones was the most ridiculous idea. In 20 years, am I going to be going, thinking that tanning via your nose was the most ridiculous idea? No. You're not going to be like, oh, we should have hopped in on that trend. No, it's not like crypto. It's like, (laughs) there has been commentary about potentially having like a self-tanning pill. Yeah. That would stimulate melanin production i would imagine and honestly i'd be interested in that no 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 if it was fda approved by the way this is not fda approved this nasal spray if it were fda approved i would consider it i now i'm a big fan of the sunless tanner yeah i mean that works just fine i just don't care about a tan that much that i feel like i would have to There are if you people- could be tan all summer you wouldn't take a pill once a week Without having to do the naked in your bathroom, arms to the side, don't touch anything for a couple hours because you're a little bit sticky. I don't know. Waking up with streaks and then all of a sudden you got a big giant streak up the back (laughs) of your leg for your entire Hawaiian vacation. Uh, I don't know that, but are you? uh, This is what I think is such clickbaity is that it was like this is a dangerous TikTok tanning trend. Are they? Are people doing this on TikTok? Uh, it's not. It's not in my TikTok feed. But you know, I have a real niche <laughs> TikTok feed. That's. It's not going to show me people who are nasal tanning. I, th- that's bizarre. The other night, I was watching TV, and I saw a commercial uh-huh. for a product that was near and dear to your heart. Uh-huh. And I had this full like, <gasps> what? Is she not using that anymore? Let me back it up. You have been a long time user, fan favorite, CeraVe, like body lotion, but you use it on your face and she's making a face right now because she's going to tell me that it is called face and body lotion. Yes, it is this CeraVe Daily Moisturizer. It comes in a white bottle with blue writing. I'm looking at it on the Target website. It's huge. Right it's now. like like if you would buy like a big. It's not as big as a body lotion pump. It is for face and body. Mm-hmm. Now CeraVe has niched down, and they have like an AM moisturizer and a PM moisturizer because they know the skincare industry is billions and billions of sure. dollars. So they're gonna get that money. Uh-huh. Major bag alert, uh-huh. but. I really enjoyed that moisturizing lotion, and I have very sensitive skin that is prone to breakout and irritation, and so when I find something that my skin likes, I stick with it. Right. So, rewind a couple weeks ago, we were at Target together, and she's like, I'm looking for the La Roche-Posay. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but this is a moisturizer that I love and have used for years. (laughs) And then it dawned on me when I saw the commercial, I was like, is she not using the CeraVe anymore? Well, let me take you on my skincare journey. So okay. I did decide to try the La Roche-Posay Double Repair Face Moisturizer. Now, Wendy likes the Double Repair Face Moisturizer plus SPF. Yes. But I tried the non-SPF version, and I really liked it. I thought it was a great morning and evening moisturizer. It was not too heavy. worked well under my makeup. So then when it was time to repurchase, the one thing I didn't like is it's $20, mm-hmm. which is not expensive, expensive, but it's also not a huge tube, whatever. I bought the SPF version. My skin does not like it. Oh, no. And I would not 100% trace it to that because it could be something else, but I'm not using anything else new. And I'm not getting breakout so much as I am getting these small red irritation bumps. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I'm, I have... Been using another La Roche-Pose moisturizing cream that I like that I got a sample of. I don't know where I got it from, but I it's the La roche posay Lipicar Balm AP Plus. It's their intense repair moisturizing cream. It's been very dry here lately. This is definitely a winter-only product. It would be way too heavy in the summer. But I was thinking maybe I just need to go back to the CeraVe or back to the SPF free double repair face moisturizer. Do you wear SPF at all if you don't wear it in your moisturizer? Yes. So there's two that I like. Um, I like the Elta MD UV Daily SPF 46 sunscreen. And they also have a tinted version, which I've never used, but the Elta MD has niacinamide in it. I almost feel like it's a skincare product plus a sunscreen. My skin really likes it. I also like pretty much every Supergoop product. I really love their glow screen under makeup, but I like their play sunscreen. I like their unseen sunscreen. So I prefer a moisturizer plus a sunscreen, even though it's easier to combine mm-hmm. them. Just my skin prefers those other it, options. Why, uh, why do you change, change it up if you have something that you like for fun? Okay. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think sometimes I think maybe there's going to be like that one product that's going to make me look like an Instagram filter. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reality is, there I would say they're all equally good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do the same thing because I'm like, ooh, this is some untapped miracle right? product. It's new and shiny. Yeah, exactly. There is a TikToker I follow. Her name's Michaela. She's very popular. She has 10 million TikTok followers, but she's young. She's in her early twenties. And so she's talking about like, oh, you know, you need this under eye cream. I'm like, Michaela, you don't have a single wrinkle on your face. So while I love watching her do her makeup, I cannot take skincare advice from her because her raw skin is completely unblemished and unwrinkled. She's not 42 years old. So Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the fountain of youth a little bit. But also it's a little bit of like, oh, squirrel, like something new, something Mm -hmm. new. Yeah. Same thing with like body wash. Do you repurchase the same body wash? No. I never do. Yeah. I don't know why, except I am looking for the one I bought last summer. It was a Tom's green apple that was like so luscious and yummy. I loved it so much. Haven't been able to find it, but not typically because like I, it depends on like season, month mood same thing with body lotion i buy a new one every time because i want a new scent whatever strikes my fancy a body lotion i stick to the what i like yeah i'm just bad at putting it on we've had this conversation indeed bazillion times over but yeah um when i got to megan's house this morning she's like i engaged in the biggest road rage incident experience okay what happened i said save it for the podcast well there was an incident so Was it in the school parking lot? No, you'd think. Because I yell in the school parking lot every day. And my poor kids are like, mom, but nobody can hear me. I'm just like... That's what I say. I like drop the F-bomb. And my daughter is so mortified. And I was like, nobody can hear me except for you. On the way to school, there is a crosswalk that is very busy. There's always a number of students crossing because it's a direct line to school. And we typically have to stop and wait for students to cross the street. And as I am stopped there... A car pulls up behind me, and this big group of students crosses. And there's a small break, but there's another group of students arriving at the crosswalk. Yeah. So could I have gunned it yeah. the intersection? Cut <laughs> them yes. of all off. Yeah. I could have. And. They wouldn't have been where I was yet, Mm -hmm. but I waited because they start to walk through the street. Well, did they have a walk sign, too? No, this is a stop sign, so there's no walk sign, and while we have three different crossing guards, we were not close enough to the school for there to be a crossing guard, so I waited because... First of all, another thing you should know about my neighborhood is <laughs> the driving is so terrible. They have a new sign at the entry, like a I lit it sign that says slow down children present. The police presence is huge. People take videos of bad drivers and post them to our Facebook group all the time, oh like goodness. watch for this car. So I'm always on high alert because I don't want to be the next person on the Facebook group that's like, look at this person who blew through the intersection when there's yeah. a bunch of kids waiting. I can wait the 30 seconds sure. for this group to cross the street. I think I made the right choice. I think you did, too. Now, if there were adults there, I think the adults would have said, like, would have maybe waved a couple of cars through because people had been waiting. But there weren't. So I waited. And the woman behind me honked. Oh, my God. That pisses me off. And I hulked out. Did you? My blood pressure rose so high. And I was like, what do you want me to do? And I can see in my rearview mirror that she's shaking her head. I was like, what do you want me to do? There's children in the intersection. This is a no win situation because had I gunned it through one of the other cars at the other side would been like, look at that jackass yeah, totally. who couldn't wait for the kids to cross the street. Right, right. And the asshole was the chick behind you who was impatient and wanted to go. Yes. And then when I finally do go, I make the turn to go towards our school and she goes oh, like around me. And I was like, so- <laughs> <laughs> like, shaking my fist in the car. I was like, how big of a hurry could you be in that 30 seconds? I understand being in a hurry and feeling frustrated, but I did not do the wrong thing. No, either. no. But I didn't. worked up again. I was so mad. This is nobody you recognize, not another parent No, from because schools, she wasn't going to school. Somebody like she in was the blow- neighborhood. It. I've never seen her before, and she wasn't going to the school. Mm. Do you know... What the expression touch grass means. Uh, Zero. No. Last weekend. Is that a correct phrase? Last weekend? Last weekend you did something? Yes. Wow, that sounds wrong. Yeah. Am I having a stroke? You are. So my son had a couple friends over to swim, and he comes downstairs. He goes, names have been changed to protect the innocent. He goes, oh, Joe's not coming. He doesn't want to touch grass. And I said, what does that mean? And my son and daughter both go, it means he doesn't want to go outside. Yeah, no, never heard that before. Never. And I was like, what? How did you know that? And they kind of were like, that's just what it means. I'm, no, I'm going to look it up on the Urban Dictionary. Okay. And then we're going to share the conversation that we had at Disneyland about pushing peas. Okay. This says, when someone is doing something weird, stupid, or pointless, it means they need to come back to reality. They need to get some fresh air and get back into touch with how the real world works. The world is crazy. Oh my God, please touch grass. Like take a deep breath, go outside, experience nature. Here's a deeper dive. Something that you say to someone who basically never goes outside. You need to touch grass. A couple of weekends ago when we were at Disneyland, I had asked Megan if she knew what the term pushing peas means. Sounds dirty, guys. It does. My 14-year-old daughter w- had been saying it and I was like, what the hell does that mean? And she she just means like, oh, it means like a good, good. Th- I don't remember what she said. Apparently, there's like an emoji that goes with it too. And there's a song. And so oh. I asked Megan, like, do you know what pushing pee means? And so we looked it up, but I can't find them. My favorite definition was the one that says, if you're looking this up on Urban Dictionary, you ain't pushing peas. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the definition like, you're a player something like, like playa. yeah uh, but but the 14-year-old private school set has <laughs> has claimed it and yeah but it, uh, they're like, using it I, for I their can't own. even remember like how she used it something like you're not doing something good or i don't, I, don't I thought know. it was you were doing something i good. don't like, honestly oh, you're I pushing don't have in one ear out the other sometimes but well my son did not know what it meant it has know. not made it This far inland. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's take a quick break and come right back to talk breakfast. It feels only right that we start this conversation with a confession. Okay. So what we want to talk about are breakfast ideas for busy people. Yes. You should eat breakfast in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you're like me and you don't eat breakfast, all of a sudden it's 11 o'clock and you have to buy a Snickers in the Target checkout line because you feel like you're going to pass out before you get to the car. Yeah, Can you relate? So Wendy and I work together one or two days a week and typically we door dash breakfast. And earlier this week we door dashed donuts and breakfast sandwiches. We Wendy had a bagel. I had a giant breakfast burrito. Yeah. And it came from a donut shop so of course we got donuts with it there's often drive-through breakfasts happening Mm -hmm. here we're not taking our own advice but one of the items on here i was like i'm gonna make those so that we have them ready to go Mm. so what'd you have this morning this morning i had a quaker oatmeal packet I had Hostess powdered donuts oh, from, did? The, uh, from the gas station when I picked up my Gatorade. I've been struggling with some stomach issues and somehow thought, you know, smashing a sleeve of donuts would <laughs> help that. So the first couple of items on the list, I have, I call them the ideas that are better than a donut. I would not call these breakfast. I would call these items that you grab so that... You get a little protein, a little something, so that you're not hangry. Mm-hmm. I love those perfect bars. They're so good. They're refrigerated, but have you ever noticed that they say that they can, it's like up to one to two weeks, they can last outside of the refrigerator? Yeah, I don't fully understand the science behind that, but. And I wouldn't use them that way, but I, you could throw them in your bag for the beach or for a hike, which I don't do, but. <laughs> that may pertain to somebody i keep them in the refrigerator i actually like the mini ones a lot Um, i don't know if i've seen mini ones target and costco sell the minis costco sells them in a multi-pack that has flavors that i don't like so i usually buy them at target yeah but i love the you wrote it down dark chocolate chip peanut butter they just taste like cookie dough it's so good and what i find i don't like to eat them straight out of the refrigerator i do like to set them on the counter for a little bit and then because they soften up yeah they're delicious. It does taste like cookie dough, and there's a little protein in them, and they fill me up and they keep me going. The mini ones are good, like in the afternoon too. Like if I'm running to school pickup and I need a little bit of a snack, I really like those. I also keep typically keep something like a Luna bar. I'm not a fan of Luna bars. I'm not a fan of like protein. I know are Luna bars protein? <laughs> are they like they're in real? They're fruit. in that section but, of the grocery store, yeah, so totally. I assume they are. In college, used to nanny for a family that used to keep tons of Luna Bars in the house. And they bought the nuts over chocolate. That was the flavor. And I would go to town on those. And they knew it was me because they had an infant. So it wasn't like the infant that was eating them. (laughs) And I'm sure that I cut into their Luna Bar budget quite a bit. But ever since then, I've had a soft spot for a Luna Bar. And I buy them regularly. I like the chocolate coconut ones as well. There's not artificial sweeteners in there that upset your stomach? No. It's not a candy bar, but I do like them. And they serve the same purpose, like a little something to eat. It's not a Snickers. There's no sugar crash. Mm -hmm. But something I can grab on my way out the door when I do absolutely zero prep. Yeah. Yeah. I see your next thing on here. Linny and Larry's complete cookie. Those are like those cookies that are like as big as your head. Yes. That's a suggestion from you from years ago, back in our YouTube days. They're like a protein cookie. Yeah. I mean, they're a little bit dry. Yeah, they are. Totally. But they have protein, they have fiber, and they're plant-based, which I don't really necessarily care about. But if you have allergies, they're allergy-friendly, they're dairy-free. What kind do you, what flavor do you The chocolate chip. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite one is the chocolate chip. I haven't bought those in a really long time. I just like to keep things like that on hand. Ideally, I would choose one of the other things on our list because I feel like I'm going to feel better, Mm -hmm. but I still feel like these are a step above a drive-through or a donut or a straight up candy. Yeah. Candy for breakfast? I mean, not specifically for breakfast, but in the morning, sure. Wow. Megan. That's crazy. Okay, donuts. <laughs> I know. Did you crack into the Easter eggs yet? <laughs> I saw We're them one on and Instagram. a half bags down. Oh my, god. oh my god! How many did you buy at the store? Because you must stock up on them. I only bought three. Oh, you better go back and get some more. Then Hershey's okay. Easter eggs—the best Easter candy there is. Before we jump into suggestions, while I was like compiling this list, I had this thought that I wanted to share. Yeah. So. Years ago when there was like this whole like wave of like no sugar, whole food, not not wave, but you know, like eliminating sugar out of yeah. your diet. And I love orange juice. Mm-hmm. Like I salivate like thinking about it. I love orange juice so much. And for many, many, many 10 plus years, I've denied myself orange juice because somebody told me a long time ago, never drink orange juice, has too much sugar in it. You should you should get your orange juice from an actual orange. You know what I mean? Like eat an orange instead right. of drink a cup of orange juice. Uh-huh. And recently I decided, you know what? F that noise. I am 46 years old. I'm going to drink a cup of orange juice. And it has been... Wonderful. Yeah, you can acknowledge that orange juice is good while also acknowledging that perhaps the more nutritious choice is a full orange. Sure. But you can enjoy a glass of orange juice. Right? And I had the same thing. I know, but I I feel like I've been brainwashed to think that it's poison. Well, my husband is the same way. He has deeply ingrained in him that he cannot eat eggs more than once, maybe twice a week because... There was, like, this anti-egg propaganda back in the 80s. It was like, they're so full of cholesterol. And in my mind, I think of eggs as a good, easy protein choice. Mm-hmm. But he, in his mind, and do you remember the commercials that tried to break this stigma of, like, the egg in the prison cell? For that? <laughs> it sounds vaguely fam- familiar. Oh, we're going to find it and link it in the show notes. But And I've tried to tell him, like, do you not remember that they have worked really hard to break this stigma, but in his mind, eggs are not an everyday food. The other thing with it, too, is uh, Yoplay yogurt. Like, I love the lemon burst Yoplay yogurt and have denied myself for years because I was like, that's, that's not a Greek yogurt, Wendy, you know? So anyway, yeah, those things stick with you. I would love, love to hear from listeners, like, if there's, like, some sort of, like, What's the word? Taboo. Food. Yeah, taboo food that like you don't eat because you heard years ago that you shouldn't. When we were pounding those uh, snack wells, snack wells, <laughs> I'm cooking. We would buy boxes of the the chewy ones with the chocolate yeah. devil's food. Yeah, boxes of them. Hundred calorie packs. Remember hundred calorie I packs? Do. Yeah. This is not a diet advice. Nope anything kind of podcast. We're just having a conversation here. Indeed. Okay. So let's talk about real food for breakfast. Okay. Do you like oatmeal? I do like oatmeal. When I, when my son was young, we used to go to a music class and next door to them music class was a Jamba juice mm-hmm. and Jamba juice. I don't know if they even still exist, but at the time they had oatmeal mm-hmm. and you could get oatmeal and it would come with bananas and brown sugar and nuts and it was like our favorite thing after this music class Cute. to go get that oatmeal. And I'm like an oatmeal, pre-made oatmeal person. Do you ever make it yourself? No. No, me either. I like the Trader Joe's frozen steel cut oatmeal. It's like a hockey puck of oatmeal that you microwave. Yeah, that's still too much work for me. It's microwave in two on, minutes. I want the Quaker. You rip open the package. You... Add the hot water. We have the Quaker. I also like, there's a brand called Better Oats, which is pouches and cups. Remember we used to buy those cups that you would just add mm-hmm. the wa- hot yeah, water sort of. to in microwave? Yeah. Those are good, too. Um, I had a Quaker oatmeal pouch for breakfast this morning, but I like oatmeal. Listen, the oatmeal at Starbucks is pretty good, too. And I I like because they have Mm mix-ins. I like my oatmeal with stuff in it. Me, too. But when I make it at home, I never add the stuff. No, I just eat, like, the maple brown sugar one or whatever. Indeed. I grew up eating oatmeal. My grandma always used to just make it, like, from scratch on the stove. Yeah. And then we would put raisins in it, which sounds terrible, but it was so delicious. Yeah, my husband and son will put raisins in their oatmeal. They love raisins. So good. I know we talked about yogurt, and you have yogurt on the list here, but you're like a non-dairy yogurt eater. Yes, and I have tried all of the non-dairy yogurts, and the only one I like is the silk almond milk yogurt. And someone came back at me, and they're like, uh, so much sugar. I'm so sorry that it has too much sugar. It's the only one that tastes like yogurt. The rest of them taste like a little bit like... Saliva, cream. ooh, gross! They just have terrible consistency. The almond milk one actually has a decent amount of protein in it, so it feels like you feel a little bit full. And then my favorite combo is that plus the Love Crunch granola. That's mm-hmm. my favorite store brand granola. I'm not making my own granola here, guys. I, you know, I always have like aspirations to make my own gr- granola, but. I don't know why. The Love Crunch brand. And I like the I don't chocolate macaroon lo- flavor. Yum. I don't know what Love Crunch is. I personally love like a bowl of fresh berries, like strawberries, raspberry, blueberries, and then like a big dollop of vanilla yogurt on top of that. Oh, that with, sounds like, good. granola. It's just like crunchy and juicy and yummy all at the same time. Like it's not yogurt based. It's more fruit based, but with a little mix in. Yeah. That sounds good. Super yummy. Breakfast sandwiches. Now, I was looking at breakfast ideas last night, and I have always been wanted to be the kind of person who makes a bunch of breakfast burritos and then freezes them. (laughs) In her deep freezer in the garage. Yeah. And I've tried it. It's just a lot of work. You got to scramble the eggs. You got to cook whatever the meat is and add whatever and roll it up. It's a lot of work. But then I was like, why can't I make these English muffin breakfast sandwiches? Because you have to do no cooking. You put like a little ham and cheese in there and you freeze them uncooked. And then you pop them in the toaster oven when it's time, and then it toasts the English muffin and melts the cheese. Oh, so no eggs. No eggs. So just like an English muffin cheese or cheese alternative and a piece of like... Ham. Deli ham or whatever. Yes. I mean, oh, that's interesting. And then just put it in the toaster oven and let it get all broily and yummy and slap it together. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really good. I am not a fan of English muffins. No. Not really. Nooks and crannies? No, no. no. I love an English muffin. I am not. Give me an English muffin alternative. What? what like would, a bagel? Oh, I love bagels and it's on my list and I will talk about that next. But like, is there something like, like I'll do a ciabatta roll. Okay. But I don't like an English muffin. Huh. I'm into the ciabatta sounds good. You know how, you know how Trader Joe's has that ciabatta bread? Yep. And the little. I might have to get me some of those. Pre-make some breakfast sandwiches, toss them in the freezer, and toaster oven them up. I think my son would eat that too. Um, And that's like no prep. Take it out, pop it in the toaster, done. Mm -hmm. Very little prep to put them together. And obviously you could make those fresh too. But I like the idea of having them ready to go. All the ingredients are done. They're in the freezer waiting for you. I don't have freezer room. I'd have to make it on the go. For 5 Breakfast sandwiches. Bye, girl, you have no idea. Okay, moving on to bagels. I love bagel. I don't love a Thomas bagel. You yeah. know, like I don't they last forever. <laughs> they just look, I will eat a Thomas bagel toasted yeah. with peanut butter on it. Like that's my jam totally, but I love a real bagel. And the way I cheat around this, like going to the bagel store. I buy them in bulk at the grocery store in the, like, bakery department. You know, they'll have, like, donuts and muffins and bagels I've there. I've never bought bagels in that section. Yes. And I could just buy one, or I could buy a couple, and then just keep them in the refrigerator. Huh. They're so good. I love, like, I love a good bagel. It's like having a real bagel at home without having to go out and get one. I love a good bagel. And I like it just a plain bagel. Like, plain bagel with cream cheese. I have a couple other like favorites Trader Joe's is like a go-to spot for me for frozen breakfast foods Uh they used to have these Danish pancakes that we would love oh yes they don't have them anymore it makes me so sad I liked those too they're so delicious um but they have these little mini like egg frittatas that are made with swiss cheese and cauliflower doesn't sound super appetizing, but, like, you can pop them in the microwave or the toaster oven, and they're just so perfect for the morning. They're delicious. Uh Uh-huh. I like their, like, hash browns that remind me of McDonald's hash browns. Oh, I love the Trader Joe's hash browns. They're yummy. Yes. The overnight croissants. Yes. The only problem with the overnight croissant is remembering to actually take them out the night before. Yeah, but I actually thought I just read somewhere that they have, like, a newer version that is not over. I think the mini regular croissants, uh, you do not have to let rise. Mm. Oh, what about a croissant with like your cheese and your ham situation? That sounds good. And I also saw on TikTok, I saw a croissant bake. They took those Trader Joe's croissants, chopped them up, mixed them with berries and added it looked like cream, mm-hmm. and let it soak overnight, and then baked it in the morning. No egg in that. No, it was just. It was more like a. Oh, but you can make a savory one with like croissants chopped up with egg and cheese. Let that sit overnight. It will need some milk liquid too. I know you wouldn't eat that, but. That sounds good. My kids love egos. Do you ever eat an ego? I used to love egos. Yeah. My daughter like went through a long ego phase and then ate them every single day and then now won't touch them. Oh. But yeah, egos are good. We almost always have blueberry egos in the freezer. I have a question. You talked about your husband not eating eggs. Do you like eggs? Do you like to eat eggs for breakfast? I like eggs for breakfast. The only place I like scrambled eggs is at home because I only like scrambled eggs when they are hot, 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 hot. I like scrambled eggs at home with some toast because I can just like put them immediately on my plate and eat them right away. What's so funny too is like scrambled eggs take like zero minutes to make, (laughs) you know, but like the thought of like a weekday morning, like, ugh, I'm not making eggs because it's Too hard. And I won't do that until after the kids are at school because then I don't feel rushed. So if I come home, I'll come home and scramble a couple eggs and sourdough toast or scrambled eggs over rice. Oh, that's interesting. I had a friend growing up who was Thai and Mm -hmm. they would eat bacon and rice regularly for breakfast. What? That sounds amazing. It was my favorite thing, like bacon and like – like sticky rice. rice. Yes. Oh my god, that sounds so good. And so I've actually never done that since my childhood sleepovers at her house, but eggs over rice sometimes. Like if I have a little leftover rice. Wow, that sounds amazing. It's really good. I like to take um leftovers from dinner, like um either like mostly vegetables, it's broccoli, carrots, whatever, chopped onions. Mm-hmm. And throw that all in a pan in the morning with like eggs and make it just like a big scramble. Yeah. Sometimes I'll put some like deli turkey in it or whatever. Yeah. And I love, love the everything but bagel seasoning from Trader Joe's. Like that just takes it to like the next level for me. So good. And I never stop to make those things for myself. I know we should. We should. All right, guys, please send us your favorite easy weekday morning breakfast. Like, I can make pancakes, French toast, all that on the weekends. We do that We typically one weekend day, do a big breakfast. You guys are such nice parents. We don't ever do that. I will admit that it's driven by my husband. I like a breakfast, though, but he feels like we got to make breakfast and eat a real breakfast. And then we do cereal the other day mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, or like a hard-boiled egg and toast is a quick-ish I don't love hard-boiled eggs. Oh, really? I do. My husband does. Um, I'll eat them. Like, every once in a while, I'm like, eh, because it's easy and fast. Mm -hmm. My husband's really the only person who loves them in the house. Oh, that's all my husband eats. For breakfast every day? Uh, Like, throughout the day. Yeah. For a snack, mostly, usually. Do you buy them pre-made, or do you? Uh, Both. We have that cute little dash. Oh, yes. Hard-boiled egg maker thing that, like, makes them super quick. Um, But if we're in a pinch, I buy them from Trader Joe's and they're pre-made in the egg section. How long does that dash take to make a hard-boiled egg? I don't know. Eight minutes maybe. And it doesn't make just one. It makes like six. Right. No. It's funny to me because I don't find – a lot of people say hard-boiled eggs are hard for them to make. I – I've made them in a pan my entire life. People are like, make them in the air fryer, make them in the Instapot. Instapot. Make them- <laughs> I'm like, why would you make them in an Instapot? I think hard boiled eggs are super easy to make, but maybe I've been making them wrong my entire life. I, I always overcook them. They're always gray inside. <laughs> but whatever. They still taste the same to me. Well, people do love that dash, so But do you have to poke a hole in the shell? Do you ever break the egg? I don't I don't I've never made them. Oh he does. He it. does it. And if you have to poke a hole in it, I doubt it. But I don't know. think you have to poke a hole in the shell okay well please send us your easy morning breakfast ideas because we got to break the doordash habit around here on work days (laughs) we didn't doordash today mostly because wendy's not feeling well (laughs) so i had to have an oatmeal packet we're gonna come right back and talk megan and wendy approved It's time for Megan and Wendy approved. And mine is probably going to come as no surprise to anybody because I've been shouting it from the rooftops, but I have a new nail obsession and they're press-on nails, but they're not your mama's press-on nails. Mm -mm. They don't look plasticky. They fit your nail well. They do not pop off. I have not lost a nail. The brand is Red Aspen. We had received some from a friend and I used those and then ordered a ton more for myself. I think I have seven or eight colors upstairs. I'm wearing them right now. I think the magic is in one, the size and shape, like they're not overly long. And two, in their glue. There's some magic in their glue because they don't come off. No, they don't even like, I have them on too, but they don't even like bend. You know how like yeah. sometimes you can like make them bend? No. No. They're solid. And Wendy cut and filed hers, and they still look great. So you can adjust them to the size and shape you want. I did not do that, but I still find this length. I have tiny nail beds, and I like a little bit of length to my nail. I have really thin, brittle nails that never grow on their own. So I like to fake the length wherever I can. So these give me like a little bit of a nail, but they're not in the way. I can type. I can wash my hair, I can open a can of Coke, I can pick up a penny. <laughs> pick up a penny. I I just love them. I just think they look good too. They do. I just keep looking at my hands, like, look at your nails. I know they do. I was like showing mine off the other day. I was like, look how cool they look. And like you said, like I filed the heck out of mine. Trimmed them, cut them, filed them down. Cause I like them like just barely over at the edge of your finger. Yes. Just barely. Yeah. And I like a little round shape to them too. And I couldn't believe like how well they held up to like my grinding on them. Yeah. They do come in several different lengths. I will only ever buy the shorts because I'm not a long, long nail person. And if you're going to do any kind of press on nail, any brand, buy them at Target, whatever, the key is in the prep. It makes all the difference in the world. Push your cuticles back, buff your nails, swipe them with a little bit of alcohol. And I'm telling you, no matter which ones you buy, they will last longer. Wendy's admiring her nails over here. The problem is is that how long do these last? Because I have extras coming in the mail and I want you wanna, I put wanna put on? change them out. Like So last time I had them on for eight days, they were not lifting, but I ripped them off because I got bored and I wanted to change. I wanted to put on a new color. So they say they last up to two weeks. It will ever last that long? Cause I want you wanna I want to change, change them out. out. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I got to eight days and that was with you know, I shower. I do dishes. We were in the pool. They're not lifting. I keep the little extra glue in my purse just in case one does pop off. I can put it right back on. But I have not needed to yeah, yet. Neither, me and me neither. I love mine. Yeah, we'll link them, of course, as we always do in our show notes because we're obsessed. Get that twelve dollar manicure. Totally mine is one i've talked about not here on the podcast but definitely in our youtube days our rental house water really has made my hair like super brassy oh i am um, i color my hair blonde and it can go real red if it's the water's weird or whatever and i notice that like After a couple showers at the rental house, I was like, my hair is looking so red. I did an Instagram story yesterday and I was like, oh my God, my hair looks so red in this picture. That's so funny. Um, My favorite purple shampoo, which then will counteract that brassiness, is made by Lush and it's called Daddy-O and it's $24.95. It is at my house, at my regular, regular house. So yesterday I ran to Target. I bought the Kristen S. The One purple shampoo and conditioner. That's what it's called. The one purple shampoo and conditioner. It was like $12 for each. Yeah. And I feel like it's less brassy today. Like I, it, it worked in the, in a pinch and it wasn't $24. I mean, it was $24 for two of them, but you know. Oh, for the conditioner too. For, yeah. Because I don't use a purple conditioner at home. Typically, I just usually use the purple shampoo, which I haven't had to use in like many, many, many weeks. But I was feeling desperate yesterday. Well, that's is it something red to you? No, you can say you pause. It no, does. because I didn't think it looked red. You said, well, you had a filter on that Instagram story, so I couldn't I true would not say that's an accurate depiction of your color, but I didn't think it looked red before. I am Wendy will be like, oh, my blonde looks green. Oh, my blonde <laughs> looks too red. I can't I, I do not have an eye for that. So I am not the best judge. Well, I will also say about this shampoo, I'm so glad I read the instructions this morning because, you know, I just thought it was shampoo and I would use it. But it said like if your hair is like light blonde to cut it in half with like a regular shampoo because then it will pick up the purple tones. So I'm glad that I read it this morning because I might be here with purple hair today if if I didn't read the instructions. That'd be fun. No. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not fun like that. Neither am I. Anyway, Kristen S., I bought it at Target. Well, hey. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Before you go, we love, love, love your five-star ratings and reviews. If you haven't left one, we would appreciate it so much. They're easy to do. Wendy even has a whole blog post about how to leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. So we'll link that in our show notes as well. We hope you have a great week. Come back on Thursday for our thoughts on the wedding veil legacy on the hallmark channel and have a great week goodbye bye guys